Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome in. This is Golf Bets on Us. It's the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers here, Bridget Whalen there. Follow us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99 and on Instagram, which is working again, by the way, at Mr. Rogers98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen. The Shriners Children's Open. They shortened the name. Thank God. It's this week out there in Vegas. Two stops in Vegas for the next couple of weeks on the PGA Tour. We will break it down for you guys. We have our picks. We're ready to rumble. Courtesy, of course, of betonline.ag, the number one spot for all of the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football and golf. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive that 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code, of course, Believe B L E A V to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for this season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And of course, all of the odds here on this very show are courtesy of Bet Online. So we thank them for that. The PGA Tour has hosted a tournament in Vegas for the last 38 years, and this is definitely a bucket list location for me for obvious reasons. I mean, Vegas is fun, but also I feel like PGA Tour golf in Vegas is fun as well. I would really love to play Shadow Creek here, so clearly I'm just going down the line of my wish list for Las Vegas. But Bridget, before we get to all of that, some fun news out there on the PGA Tour wires. Justin Thomas reeling in Jim Bones Mackay out of the <laughs> Golf Channel studios and into the caddy realm yet again. So when you first saw the news, mm-hmm. what did you react with and how do you feel about it now? I like it. They've had success. I want to see Justin Thomas be successful. I think that Bones is going to help him be successful. So I'm a fan of it. I think that Bones in some capacity will um, maintain his position with Golf Channel. So I, I don't think that we're going to be totally void. Oh, okay. He's still him. working there? I do. Yes, I do think so. I think um, when the when the schedule permits, I believe, was the verbiage he used. So I, I do think in some capacity, he'll still be a part of our, uh, you know, viewing life. Um, but I, lo- I love this. Uh, they've clearly had success. And I think that they are just really friendly and I think that that's probably the most integral piece of the caddy player relationship is that uh like friend dynamic that like team dynamic the trust factor so I really do think they have it and now Jimmy Johnson great guy but like he deserves a, a he deserves that retirement I think he'd been sort of fading um 
as of late. So hmm. I'm glad to see Justin Thomas get a suitable replacement because I do think Bones is just that. I feel like sometimes when we have these news items about caddies and players coming together, but also splitting apart, we make more of it than what is really there, especially in terms of players and caddies splitting up. And this is sort of leading me into Bubba Watson and Ted Scott, mm-hmm. Bridget, because we didn't talk about this before going live here, but I'm sort of curious about your thoughts with that. And does it really just come down to relationships becoming stale and time for something new and no hard feelings? It's just how it is. I think so, especially with them. I mean, Bubba, he refers to him as Teddy. Like they, you yeah. know, they're really close. Um, I think that you out you outgrow that that relationship, right? And it's not that it went sour or um, anyone faltered on either side. I think that maybe you recognize that, hey, this isn't working as well as it used to, because obviously Ted and Bubba had a lot of a lot of success. So it's it's not like they never worked. It's just, I think that that freshness probably does revive um, your game a little bit. So yeah. I think it's a smart move. It's, it's an uncomfortable move, right? Like if there's no massive fracture, it's like, oh, I'm like getting out of my comfort zone. So I think it's, it's a smart move. Um, and, and I don't think there was any bad blood between Bubba and Chet, Teddy as well. 15 years together. So one of the longer tenured partnerships on the PGA tour, you would think, and let's face it. I mean, Bubba Watson probably looked at the writing on the wall from last PGA tour season and realized it was a failure by Bubba Watson standards. Like he's somebody who probably should rack up multiple top tens in a season and certainly be in contention to win many times as well. And so, you know, that really wasn't the case for him last year. So you maybe wonder if that fresh start is part of the goal here for him in this new PGA tour season, because we didn't really see him much in terms of contention last year. Right. And I think when you have double digit PGA tour titles, like Bubba does with Ted on the bag like he's been with him for each of those wins like at some point it's going to get stale if it doesn't that's weird that's almost and for me so it's interesting because Joey and Tiger have been together a while and they have like this perfect partnership and I could never see Tiger parting ways with Joey but keep in mind that they haven't been consistently on a PGA Tour Rota in like a long time. So it's not the same when you're like out there time and time again with the same caddy, like things do get stale when when it's exercised to that capacity. So I honestly think that Baba and Ted, I think that they're great friends, 15 incredible years. Like just, if you look at Baba's resume, like Ted was a big part of that. Mm. So I think that the split, whenever it's a lo- a split with a long time caddy, you really know that there's probably not any harsh, hard feelings um, between the two of them. And by the way, it's more than just 18 holes a day. This is right. like, we're talking about long 12 hour days together and sometimes every day, depending on the schedule. So yeah, there's really nothing to it. Just how it is on tour sometimes. Okay. Let's get to TPC Summerlin. This week here as it could be Kevin Na week. I don't know. Two-time winner (laughs) here at this very tournament. He's a Vegas native. The classic narrative that I like to talk about, Bridget, is that you maybe want to lean on the Vegas natives a little bit in this particular event and maybe next week too, because let's face it, 
there could be a mixture of business and pleasure here for some of the tour golfers going out there to Vegas, playing at TPC Summerlin, but perhaps hitting the strip at night and <laughs> have to wonder if like hangovers are a factor. I'm actually sort of being serious about this because like, that's why I'm sort of zoning in on like Charlie Hoffman and Kevin Knott. These guys who live in Vegas obviously are not like alert to this strip sort of aroma and like, you know, the bright lights of Vegas because like they live there. So it's something to sort of think about. Am I going too far in that, Bridget? Yeah, you're going too far. Oh, you're going way on. too far. Narrative yeah, street. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, you're going too far. Uh, I, I know these guys. I've, I've been to TPC Summerlin for the Shriners in 2019, the year Patrick Cantlay won. Um, I love this course. This course is it's insane because when you think of Vegas, you do not think of this course layout. Like it's in a canyon, basically. There's mountains. It's the air is so fresh. I am yeah. obsessed with TPC TPC Southern Summer. Well, can't talk. I'm so obsessed. I cannot even say the name. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of this course. As for these guys going out, no, this is their job. Yes, they're in Vegas. Sure, they'll surely have a little fun, but they go to bed early. They wake up early. They they are uh, full in. Even though this is like the wraparound, the guys in this field, I they're fully committed. They're not. They're not like playing the slots at midnight at all. <laughs> Good try. Oh Good try. But you know, unless you've been out on the road with these guys, people have this fantasy that PJ Tour life is like just that way. It's not. It's their job. They're in Vegas. Sure. I'm sure they'll take advantage of some things, but when it comes down to it, no, these guys are there to play and, and that's all they're there to do. They Maybe can the go to Vegas whenever they want. Think that's that, true. Like, yeah, these guys could get on a jet and go to Vegas any day of the week. They are there to play golf. Um, they're there to play the Shriners Children's Open. So I think I knew that you went to this event a couple of years ago, but I would love to hear more about what you think about this sure. golf course, because what I am gathering here, you're playing at altitude. Driving yep. distance seems to be negated because everybody can flight the ball at that level. And that's why you have the winners here, like a Kevin Na, like a Webb Simpson, Ryan Moore, Ben Martin. These guys are not world beaters, but right. they're drivers. Right. Martin Laird. Um, yeah. So it's interesting because I do think that this is one of the most perfect wraparound venues because it really does give rookies like the shot to compete with the best of the best, obviously, but on a course that levels the playing field and altitude is a big factor in that. The course is interesting in the sense that I feel, and this is purely from, um, so the year Patrick Cantley won in 2019. And I was with Footjoy at the time doing a shoot with Footjoy and Titleist. And we are following Cantley around on Tuesday. Just happened to be like, we stayed with him for quite a few holes to get some shots of, of him. He was hitting like literally by the hole every single time. So hmm. I feel like it's a course that really you, you could pin seek like crazy. I think that it gives you that opportunity. So I feel like the guys who are the approach players do really well here. And, and that kind of shows with track record for past winners. Um, like you said, it kind of takes off that advantage off the tee. It takes away that advantage off the tee. And it really comes down to the guys who could hit it in close and then obviously putting uh, is always a factor. Um, but for me that year watching Cantlay just like fire away and, and pretty much hit the pin like every time it was, it was almost like astounding. And then he went on to win, not shockingly because he was like lights out on Tuesday. But I do think that this course is 
suitable for so many players. Um, and that's just due to its location and its layout. Yeah, I'm really gathering that this is going to be a wedge off, if you will, because everybody sure. is going to be hitting approaches within 150 yards. And so, right. you know, how close can you get it to the hole? That's what it really comes down to. Really good field, all things considered here, Bridget. And we have co-favorites at Bet Online, Victor Hovland and Scotty Scheffler, both 20 to 1 to win this week. Kepka is there. Answer is there. Sam Burns coming off a win is there at 22 to 1. By the way, last week was the Sanderson Farms, kind of a weaker field. And Sam Burns was the betting favorite, Bridget. I don't know if you knew this. And he went on to win, obviously. And so, you know, here I am last week preaching volatility and somebody coming out of nowhere and winning this thing. And lo and behold, the betting favorite wins. So it just goes to show how crazy golf can be. But a much deeper field this week. Zalatoris is coming off some good play at Sanderson. Webb Simpson, former winner. Hideki has been playing well. Louie is actually in this field, which is interesting, and kind of down the line from there. So pretty good collection of players here. I guess we can sort of get into our betting cards soon, but are there any names in particular that just sort of stick out to you in general? So sticks out to me and someone that I wouldn't bet on this week. Um, and that's Brooks Kepka. Hmm. I just, I don't know where he is right now. And I was, obviously I'm uh, a big fan of Bernd Wiesberger, friend of his. So I was in tune in that match at the Ryder cup. And I was just like a little thrown off by Brooks. Um, kind of just like, I've been like a little thrown off by him as of late so I don't know what's going on I I know that he's highly ranked in official world golf rankings so he clearly would be uh someone to I guess bet on in a field of this stature mm -hmm. but I I'm fading him I'm, I'm like totally off the Brooks Kepka train this week yeah going off of that theme uh this week I'm off Patrick Reed because it's been some time he had a health scare recently I think everybody would totally understand if it took him some time to get back into the swing of things. And so, you know, he's somebody that carries that name recognition, somebody that the casual golf fan will see and bet on just based off of that name recognition, but also, you know, it's worth noting that it's been some time for him. He's gone through some adversity, so totally understandable for him to kind of start slow here this week. But if he is in peak form, this is a Patrick Reed golf course because absolutely he's not like a long driver of the golf ball. Like he certainly can lose strokes off the tee in a given tournament and more often than not. But once he walks off that tee box, man, I mean, his wedge game is elite, but it just begs the question, is he back fully? So I'm with you on that. His, I mean, this is, this could be a course where he dominates, but I'm with you. I'm off Patrick Reed this week as well. Yeah, going to be another birdie fest, by the way, here this week, which is the yep. theme during this fall swing. It's interesting, though, I was just thinking about this as you were talking about the Cantlay year. That was actually the one year where the wind was up and it was pretty tough scoring wise. I forget what the number was, but wasn't it in the single digits for a winning score? It was like nine under par or something. I don't remember, but it definitely wasn't like the past pre the previous year because it there was no way. So I'm not, I don't recall what it was, but you are right. It wasn't yeah. as crazy in the twenties. Absolutely not. Yeah. So expect something around 22 under par this week for the winner. 
So let's talk about quickly what happened in our most recent <laughs> that I didn't bet on situation. <laughs> so not last week. I'm not even gonna go gonna go through oh. that because I got one right. And that okay, was okay. Sergio Garcia to miss the cut. So I got one thing right. So I didn't even calculate that. <laughs> you got um, the miscut right. <laughs> yeah, the miscut prop, which I have again this got week. It. So stay tuned. But so for the Ryder Cup, I calculated I won $45.55. You won $12.50. And I think mostly that's because Ooh. you sort of spread out your card, whereas I put a lot of money into the US just winning straight up. And so I got a bigger payout that way. But the total so far this year, you're ahead of me. I'm at $60.55 and you're over $100. So you are right. in the lead here in the early going. Let's talk about this week. Shriners Children's Open, TPC Summerlin. We both have outright picks. You're putting more cash down on yours as compared <laughs> to mine. Let's start with you, Bridget. Firstly, I would just like to say I'm so happy I never have to say Shriners Hospitals for Children's Open ever mm. again. Um, so let's just keep shortening things. Let's not add words. My outright this week is Will Zalatoris. Obviously, I'm so hot. He his stock for me is like through. He's Apple. He's Apple stock. Um, I'm I'm buying all in on Apple. Uh, I, I'm buying all in on Will Zalatoris. He set the course record last week. Just, you know, you just, let me just set, set a course record. Um, those are the types of things that, no, he's not a rookie anymore, but like in our minds, he, he like, he's still a rookie. Like he's, he's brand new on, he's like a baby on the tour. Um, when you do things like that, when you show up and you build confidence with little things like that, it's just, to me, that's a huge factor. He's played really well this, uh, this season. Our, that's so crazy to now we're like into the season. He's played so well this season already. So um, I'm set. And he played well here last year. So I'm setting him as my, as my outright. Yeah, I was going to say he had a good fall swing last year, too, and headlined by that runner up at the Masters, obviously. Right. So, OK, 20 bucks on Will Zalatoris at 25 to one to win this week. And look, there's no reason to fade somebody who is coming off a tournament where he broke a course record like you ride that train. So I'm with you on that one. My outright pick five dollars on this guy. This is just more of a gut talent and pricing play 40 to one Joaquin Neiman to win wow. this week. And this is going to be a scorable golf course. We know that 22 under par 23 under par, something along those lines. Neiman is top five in this field under what is called easy scoring conditions. And that's a category from fantasy national. They do good stuff with data, what have you. So Sanjay M is another guy, Webb Simpson as well. These guys perform at the birdie fests. And so I think Joaquin Neiman, again, pure talent play. I can't say that like his recent form is the elite because we haven't seen him much lately, but that's what I'm going with. $5 at 40 to one Joaquin Neiman winning this week. I love it. I mean, that's, that's a good price point right there. He's, uh, he's definitely, he's probably someone that I would put as on the Will Zalatoris like level to, to look out for. You know, actually I'm just 
looking up here if Varner is in the field. Too bad he's not. He's playing so well. T11 last so week. So well. Yeah. You know why he's not in the field? Oh, what is he doing? Uh, so I think his child is on the way. Oh. Yeah, I believe that that, de that uh, delivery is impending. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so congrats to Harold Varner. If you've already had the, I think it's a baby boy. I think it's Harold Varner the fourth. Okay, so he needs the baby swag, that's all. And then yeah. he'll win on the PGA Tour when he comes back. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy at home, happy on the course. That's how it works. A hundred percent. John Correlation. Rom, John yeah. Rom, new, new father, major champion. I mean, I think we, we have a proven uh, success here. Transitive property, folks. It's a thing. <laughs> all right, so outright picks are good there. You have a couple of top 10s. So go ahead and I say do. those and I'll give you my top 10. All right. Well, like clear as day, is the sky blue? Yes. Kevin Na, top 10, a two-time champ. I mean, he, I think only Patrick Cantlay is ahead of him in money earned here, but that's just because of like recency. Uh, obviously the, the tour money, it elevates every season, every year. So yeah, uh, Kevin Na, he is a freaking lock. He is a lock uh, at the Shriners. And I mean, there's really nothing to say other than he is so comfortable here, native as he's sure. I'll just throw that in now that you harped on it. Just going <laughs> to throw it in. And I, this is just like, like I'm stuttering. Kevin Na is a horse for a course, horse for course guy. This is his course. This is yeah. the Kevin Na course. So I feel like a top 10 is a lock. I feel like that's easy money. He's getting 30 bucks. He's getting my most, uh, my most money this week. Played really well to end the PGA tour season, three top tens in his last four events, including a runner up and a third at the tour championship. People kind of forget that with the starting strokes and all that, but now was blistering hot at East Lake. So yeah, watch out for him. Watch out. All right. This next one, this is funny that ha this has a little personal anecdote and then obviously I'm backing him for sure. It's I'm going with Abraham answer as another top 10. So when I was there in 2019, I was watching him on the range and he had a little bit of an entourage. And mm. I think they saw me kind of watching him, but he just, he was hitting the shots so pure, like, and it was just so like rhythmic. I, I almost got like entranced by Abe answer. Um, and one of the entourage members came over to me and was like, you want an autograph? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like, no, like I was, I was so confident. I was like, no, I'm good. And he's like, you've been watching, you like just watched him hit like 15 balls. I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> like totally had no words to back it up. And I like, you know, just kind of walked away after that. But anyway, I, I'm all in on a answer, especially after he had the breakthrough win at the WGC. He's playing well. I think he, he's now well rested after the playoffs. Um, he's finished fourth twice with a scoring average of 66.9 and 10 rounds. So I'm giving you a little stats on there this guy, go. just, just because Abe answer for me, he is also kind of like the Kevin Na. If there's a course he plays well at, he tends to continue to play well at. So I'm giving him 20 bucks this week for a top 10. He is so automatic off the tee with his irons. I mean, if you want to put a made cut prop on Abe answer, that would make complete sense because he's going to make the cut. That's just what he does. He's automatic. So I like that play odds for him plus 225 for a top 10 this week. My top 10, just one. And I have a slew of top 20s here. Cameron Tringale plus 325, $20 on him. The only concern with his game right now is his driver. And we talked about how you don't really need it all that much at right. TPC Summerlin. His game is so balanced. 
And I want to say he was toward the top of the board last week at the Sanderson farm. So, I mean, like we're seeing the signs and even though he finished T11, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I think he's just going to hum along this week, finish inside the top 10. I think he has serious win equity as well. So if you want to bet an outright on Tringali and then maybe do a top 10 each way or something like that, that would make some sense to me. So I like him for a top 10 play. He's not a flashy guy or anything like that, but look, neither is Kevin Na and he's won twice here. So I like it. And he's playing well. He's the type of player. If he's playing well, I think that that tends to trend. Yeah. He's a trender. All right. So you have a couple of top twenties here and one of them is really interesting talking about win equity here. Go ahead. Uh, uh, okay. I'm not sure which one, but I'm going to go in the order that I have them. I'm going with Matt Wolf. That's as a top 20. Okay. Yeah. Well, so he did spin a career low 61 here and he lost in the playoff. So again, I like him here. Driver off the tee is kind of out of play, which I like. Um, I think that maybe uh, his mental space, sometimes that he could, that could get messed with a little bit. So He's also in a better place, allegedly, and I do think that to be true after last week. I saw a lot of things, uh, a lot of positives come out of um, Sanderson, and he had a, I think he was T17, so inside the top 20. So inside the top 20, again, Matt Wolf is getting 20 bucks. Okay, Matt Wolf for a top 20. You know, I think he's a horse for this course, and even though sometimes it's tough to watch his swing because I get a little dizzy, Look, this is yeah. a guy with immense talent and I'm hoping for better days ahead for him this year. I think they will be as compared to last year. And I think it's a good play. I'm looking up right now what the odds for him would be for a top 20. So plus 200, that's a pretty good number there. He's surrounded by Maverick McNeely and Eric Van Royen. So, I mean, that's pretty good value in my opinion. Yeah, I don't even know if that's where he should be. So that's why I love right. putting money on him in that position. Um, my next top 20, this is a guy who I am just kind of going to be consistently on. So I'll just forewarn the pod. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to be on him for a little while. And I, I picked him to win the silver medal in the Olympics. So like I have been on him for a little while. The train is continuing. I'm going with Corey Connors. He is just so precise from T to green like he to me he is like one of those like robot golfers where if you really do take stock in him and you watch him you're like huh he really does minimize errors like quite well so I like Corey Connors here um I'm putting 10 bucks on him for a top 20. Corey Connors is like Mr. Automatic top 20 finisher and he's gonna yes. win at some point like he's Solid. another guy where like yeah it's going to happen because he's just so automatic off the tee with his irons. If he's just like gaining a stroke with his putter, watch out because yep. he can win any week. So, all right, there you go. Bridget's card outright. Will Zalatoris, Kevin Na, Abe answer for top tens, Wolf and Connors for top 20. So a consolidated Book it. betting card. All right, lock it in folks. So I have four top twenties. I will rattle them off here. Number one, is Mr. Aaron Wise, top five in birdies in the last 24 rounds in this field, humming along nicely on the PGA Tour, three straight top 30s. I think he's a guy with immense talent and a top 20 is not really asking a lot for Aaron. So 20 bucks at plus 200. Kevin Na, top 20 for the reasons we've really talked about, plus 150. So pretty close to even money. 
$20 on NAW to finish inside that bracket there. Again, number two in all-time earnings here. There's really nothing else to say. This one's a bit of a dart throw. In fact, the next two guys are, so a top 20, Scott Piercy. I'm going down the Vegas resident narrative street here. Wow. He has played this event <laughs> nine times. He's played here nine times since 2012 okay. and has recorded okay. six top 25 finishes. So if you're playing in numbers... I I'd be afraid he's going to have a little too much fun. I just got to really? interject. I got to interject. Okay. It. It's coming out, but you go on. You you go with Scott Piercy. <laughs> Give me a little Piercy action at plus 450. You know what I mean? I'm down with that. 20 bucks on Scott. And then plus 400 for this guy, Jason Bramlett is somebody that I really have I like my it. eye on. Yeah, this year. Some home cooking again with the Las Vegas native sort of situation here, but he's made back-to-back -back cuts over his last two starts, and he's just up and coming on the PGA Tour here. Fantastic bomber of the golf ball, which, again, is not necessary here, but he can be pretty electric when he wants to be, gaining over three strokes on approach per tournament so far this year. So the iron game is there as well. Bramlett, he's a guy to watch for, man. I like him. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Solid. So those are the top 20s. And then finally, Bridget, I have five bucks on Patrick Reed to miss the cut this week at plus 200. If you look at the missed cut props this week, nobody really stands out to me other than Patrick Reed in terms of missing the cut. Like Abe Answer, no, he's going to make it. Brooks, eh, maybe, but I maybe, think he's going to make yeah. the cut. Connors, English, Hideki, Na, Ustazen. These guys are cut makers. Like they don't miss cuts often. So it's hard for me to put money on anything like that. But as for Patrick Reed, we talked about it earlier, coming off health issues and getting back into the swing of things. Good thing this is fake money because it'd be kind of dirty for me to like put money on Patrick Reed <laughs> to miss the cut because he's had some pretty serious issues lately. <laughs> But for the record, this is not an indictment on his game. It's just the sheer fact that, look, he needs some time to get back into the PGA Tour swing here. So plus 200, Patrick Reed to miss the cut, $5 on that. And that is my card this week. Solid. I'm all in. And of course, all of these odds are courtesy of Bet Online. So Bridget, you're in the lead so far. Early goings here in the season. We will calculate how... Everything comes about after next week and or this week. And then obviously next week, we'll talk about another Vegas event and go along from there. Love it. I love the Vegas swing. I wish I was there, obviously. Uh, but, you know, watching from home will do. Good views. Good views. And I'm actually curious. I feel like Las Vegas is a popular spot for Phil to show up at. But I don't think Phil's in the this week he's not in this week he might be playing next week though is next week shadow creek yes okay that'll be fun and i bet you phil's playing in that one i'm not totally sure <laughs> that's a bucket list everyone for cam as he mentioned yes <laughs> you know why too it's because they did tiger versus phil there. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I love those things, so whatever all right um okay so there you go folks and i'll be tweeting out of course the episode and my betting card be sure to hit us up on social at mr rogers 99 on twitter you can get at bridget at bridget k whalen this has been golf bets on us presented by bet online for bridget i am cam we'll talk to you next week see you guys next week
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.